That is drilled deep to left field, hooking down the line, and that is gone. Just in, clear the wall into the Astros' bullpen. Carlos Correa homers, and it's a 2-1 Astros' lead. Breaking ball in half of the plate, and Correa turned on it for his first spring home run. Welcome to another Astros podcast. And welcome, everybody. It's Houston Astros baseball, spring training in Lakeland, Florida, about three and a half hours north of West Palm Beach, where the Astros beat the Yankees yesterday, 2-1 to one behind a home run by Carlos Correa. A shot down the left field line. Correa looks great so far this spring. So the Astros travel north. I'm Steve Sparks, Robert Ford with the day off, and I'm pleased to be joined by Julia Morales, who has, has made the trip with us, and you made this drive up north much more enjoyable, Julia, so thanks thanks for that. Well, thanks for the coffee. Uh, three and a half hours, that was it? That's all it took? <laughs> so it seemed longer? It seemed longer than three and a half. No, we made it. Because it was actually two it. and a half. I was exaggerating. <laughs> no, you know what? And, and we've made it to the point where this is kind of the – this is kind of it for the travel, the spring training travel right. anyway. Uh, it only gets better from here. Only a few games left in Grapefruit League play, and then uh, we're heading back to Minute Maid Park soon. And not a lot of the regulars, so A.J. Hinch giving a, yep. a few of the guys uh, the time off from making this type of a trip, but they'll get their work in back at the fields. Yeah, for sure, and they, they deserve that, especially sure. at this point of spring, too. He's, he's kind of easing off guys, but at the same time, they're, they are getting their work in, like you said, uh, working on just those, those last few things that they want to – fine-tune before they step in the box for real. And, and we're getting a chance to see some of these guys a, a few last times before they, right. they run off to their, their minor league affiliates. I've really enjoyed watching some of these guys who are going to be in the minors for the Astros. So we'll get another good look at, at some of the names in there, and then we'll bring that to you pretty shortly. It's time for today's pitching matchups. That's brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine for the Tigers. Uh, maybe a veteran, you could say. And for the Astros, Julia, somebody... Not so much of a veteran. Yeah, for the Tigers, it's someone the Astros have seen as he was in that Texas Rangers uniform last year. Left-hander Matt Moore is going to make a sixth start of spring today. Looks like he'll be a starting pitcher for those Tigers. They're going to rely on him, a veteran guy, as you said. Uh, but we'll get a look at him as he looks to go deep in today's game. Corbin Martin, prospect for the Houston Astros on the mound for the good guys today. And has had a really strong spring, he shown has. some really, uh, you know, some really impressive things on the mound as far as d demeanor. Obviously, we all like his stuff and and where he's going in this organization. I, I think he took, you know, had some really good meetings with the front office as he was sent down, but he's going to be on the mound today and we're going to get another look at him because he, I think he's just really relishing this opportunity, knowing that he can learn a lot from what he's sure. done on the mound in these major league spring training games and, uh, and hopefully join us sooner than later. You know, Julia, it's funny when you talk about the Astros core four, and that's been talked about a lot with Springer and Altuve and Bregman and Correa, and uh, it seems like there's almost a core four of those starting pitching prospects now. Yeah, they're really tight. I think they played a lot of golf together, really? too. So, yeah, that, that's a fun little group. But you're right. Corbin Martin's right in the middle of that. J.B. Bukoska's another guy we might get to see later in today's game is in that group as well. They're just very exciting. Mm -hmm. And there's, there is a, a youthfulness about them, but there's also a maturity level there, too, that I think uh, they're they're well beyond where they maybe should be. And and they know that coming in this organization that, that they're being looked at, um, they're 
there's a lot of pressure that comes with sure. being a prospect when you've got that on yep. you. But uh, I think they've all handled it well up until this point. Corbin Martin obviously coming off a really great year and, and looks to, to kind of skyrocket through a maybe triple A. And, and like I said, they, they could be joining us as soon as this year. Yeah, Jeff seems Luno, like they're on the cusp. Yeah, Lono says it over and over yep. and over. He, he likes their chances of joining them this year. Well, you're listening to Astro Launch, Astros Baseball. Keys to the game are brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros and Julia Morales. We're talking about keys to the game and one of the players for the Astros, he's pitching after Corbin Martin is Chris Davinsky. What does he need to do in this game? Yeah, we want to see the dragon. You know, we want to see the aggressive Devo come out for the Astros. And I know it's just a spring training game, but that's so important. If you've watched Chris Davinsky, if you've been around Chris Davinsky, you know that it's important for him to be aggressive on the mound and to kind of have that intensity. And it doesn't really matter when it is. But he, he keeps saying, you know, mechanics are good, but there's still something off with him. And he knows that. He's struggled this spring. He's been working really hard. Yeah. It's been in a that's that's never going to be work. an issue. No, for you're absolutely right. But uh, but I really want to see him get out there and, and just kind of put himself in a, in a real game situation in his head. That way uh, maybe he can put himself in a good spot and feeling good right before they break for camp. The Astros need him now more than ever, you know, just because of the way the, the bullpen is built at this point. We still mm -hmm. we're, not, we're not sure about one spot maybe. But if they, if they don't have a left-hander in that pin, they're going to need him. Uh, to get left-handed hitters out. And uh, so, you know, with him, I think it's more mental. So I, he is one huge key to this game. But He is. But like you said, he, no one's going to outwork this guy. Nobody's going to outwork him, but that may be to a fault from time to time. One thing that I always felt like, pitching-wise anyway, the last week, week and a half of spring training, you really want to feel confident about your stuff going into the season. Yeah, and he and he said that too. And, and like I said, the mechanics are there with him. So, so it's just that that last little hurdle and, right. and you can probably talk to this too as we watch him today i'm looking forward to seeing what he brings out there today but you know the, the change-ups he's got to feel really good about that in order to be the dragon that i mentioned earlier yeah. and, and all that all that comes with it so uh looking forward to, to him getting out there this is another big outing for him as they all kind of have been this spring after coming off of the season where he, he wasn't his best you know he was he wasn't his healthiest either um, but but he is looking for a bounce back season. And then uh, offensively, mm -hmm. if you want another key, I got one for you. But Let's hear it. Derek Fisher, a guy that's had a really great spring. And oh, this yeah. is a this is someone too that when you when you walk into a club, you know this team is pretty much set, especially from the outfielders' point of view. I mean, you've got all these guys in front of you. You have a little bit of big league time. Mentally, it's got to be tough for a guy like Derek Fisher walking in and knowing that the competition's already pretty tough um, and the team is already laid out for you. But what did he do? I mean, he, he went to work, is having a great spring, hitting 300 right now, a uh, couple of homers for him as well. Gets sent down earlier this week, but another opportunity to play in a major league game, and, and obviously it's just out there with a lot of things to prove. He, sure. he wants to be a part of this club more than, more than anything, and he is – provided in some big ways and contributed in some big ways over yep. the last couple of years, but really wants to get back, find his way, and tell them that he's ready and ready when he gets the call. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. On to the eighth we go here at 15 Ballpark of the Palm Beaches. The Astros in front 2-1 to one, thanks to a Carlos Correa home run. Now here to take you home, Mr. Robert Ford. Thank you, Mike. New battery for the Astros. Chucky Robinson's now catching it. Dean Dietz is 
pitching for the first time this spring. Deets laid up with a shoulder issue beginning at camp. Made his big league debut at the Astros last year, hitting the four games, three and a third inning. Spent most of the year at AAA Fresno. And speaking of batteries, we're joined now by <laughs> Brian McTaggart, Astros beat writer for MLB.com. I don't know what that means. Energizer Bunny, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> He's got the power. There you go. I'm a nine volt. You know, we're always looking for segues <laughs> in radio. Uh, but good to see you, Brian. And yeah, uh, thanks for having me. You were down in the Astros clubhouse. Wait, Miley you know, gave up the run in the first inning on the two-out double by Gary Sanchez. But four and two-thirds innings through at 87 pitches. So uh, I'd imagine he had to be pretty pleased with, with his work today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was happy that he threw so many pitches. He, he said probably not as many as he would have liked in the first inning. But he, he said he never really felt uh, totally comfortable out there. But, you know, was pretty happy to come back and after that first inning and get some outs. You know, through mostly cutters, no surprise, he said. You know, tried to throw a few of the four-seamers up, which, of course, the Astros were trying to get him to do. But, uh, yeah, it was mostly a steady cutter day, and that should come as no surprise with him on the mound. This is Zach Zaner pinch hitting for the DH bird, and he takes one low. It's a 1-1 count. Yeah, we noticed a few of those elevated fastballs. It'll be interesting to see if he, if he continues to work that into – his repertoire, once the season starts, 1-1. One, one. And that misses inside. It's a, a two-ball, one-strike count. Were you able to chat with anybody else when you were down in the uh, clubhouse? Um, no. Well, the only other person I talked to was A.J. Reed, but we were talking NCAA tournament bracket, <laughs> a possible Kentucky-Houston matchup. There but, you uh, go. Swing. But, no, it was, uh, it was pretty slim pickings down there. Swinging a foul right, back. Yeah. I know a lot of guys were filling out brackets all day before the game and I know they really get into it so it's probably a fun fun week for them and yeah. they're also out of here so I know they're ready to get back to Houston right ready to to begin this the season and play games that that count Xander back in the box he's ready for a 2-2 Deeds delivers and that's drilled deep down the left field line ball is hooking and it is foul had home run distance but a foul ball so 2-2 two and two still we're talking with Brian McTaggart, Astros beat writer for MLB.com. Of course, the big news of the day, as far as the Astros are concerned, earlier today, Astros announcing a two-year contract extension with Ryan Presley, signed through the 2021 season. There's a vesting option for the 2022 campaign. And it seems like we've been hearing a lot of talk of extensions the last several days around Major League Baseball. The 2-2 misses outside, a full count. Even today, Elo Jimenez of the, yeah. the White Sox, who yeah. hasn't even played in the big leagues, is getting extension. So, yeah. um, you know, I don't know if people are looking at the market and, uh, you know, just before the CBA expires and, and trying to get their money now. But, yeah. 3-2 is lifted foul and out of play behind home, 3-2 and two still. A, a big one for the Astros to get Presley. It's pretty rare for them to commit to a reliever beyond, you know, one or two years. And so here they are locking, up, you know, locking him up now for two more years plus the vesting options. So, you know, they feel pretty comfortable having him for the next three years. And Jeff Luno says they feel he's one of the top ten relievers in baseball. So to have him in the fold, I think, uh, would be huge for the Astros. 3-2 again is hit foul and out of play off to the right. Along with Osuna through the at least the yeah. 2021 season. Yeah, you have this dynamic back into the bullpen now for three years. And so, I mean, there's been a lot of volatility at the back of the bullpen for the Astros the last few years. Giles, you know, it was okay, but, you know, on the whole didn't work out. And, you know, you go back before that, Gregerson and, and some of those other guys. 3-2, check swing foul off to the right. It's a luxury to have, you know, two guys of that caliber, um, you know, who who have the track record and the pedigree and can come in and get it done. So Astros are, are sitting 
pretty at the back end of the bullpen. And A.J. Hinch is a guy that, that likes to keep the bullpen a dynamic group in terms of, you know, really matching up guys in high leverage situations with the matchups that he wants. 2-2, two, two, breaking, or 3-2 rather, breaking ball low and away, and that's ball four. So Zanner fouls off a few pitches, works out a walk. But it seems like he's settling into that more conventional role of a, a closer and a setup guy. Well, yeah, but, yeah, I think we, you have guys that are that good. I mean, uh, he said something interesting in camp one of the first days we were here is that he can bring Osuna in on the seventh inning and there's not complete panic in the streets. They, people understand that, okay, A.J. Hinch might use his closer in the seventh right. inning. And that's, And, you know, I think it – it, it's, it's taken a while for baseball Astros fans, I think, to kind of understand. But um, for the most part, Osuna's going to get the ball in the ninth inning and, and try to close it out. Um, and you got Presley in the eighth or, or before. So Ground ball up the middle by Francisco Diaz, fielded by Mayfield, who steps on second for one and throws to first for two with 6-3 double play. There are two outs in the inning, bringing up Trey Ambergay. Yeah, I believe this is the first time that A.J. Hinch has been Astros manager where he has named his closer at the beginning of spring training. I don't remember that happening any other spring. Yeah, I mean, it was sort of understood Giles was the closer, but I, right. I think A.J. sort of was giving himself a little bit of leeway if Giles struggled, which he did, that he could say, well, you know, we're, Giles is going to pitch, you know, in a different role. And But fouled back by Amber Gay for strike one. With Osuna and his track record and what he did last year, I mean, you feel pretty com comfortable saying, uh, you know, he's the guy from the get-go. Yeah, not just last year, but throughout his his career, yeah. even though he's still pretty young. He's got a, he's got more than 100 saves already, and, and he's, what, 23, 24? That's pretty rare. Oh, one. That's hit out in the right center field, sending back McCormick and Wren. Wren is there, and he'll squeeze it to retire the side. Brian McTaggart. Beat writer for MLB.com. Always good to see you. Thanks for stopping by. All right, guys. Thanks. You want to hear this ridiculous question we got on Twitter, Robert? Sure. The following is a production of Great News. Astros Radio turned my wife into a fan. Steve Sparks. Robert Ford. She doesn't really like baseball. Should I keep her? That is crazy. No, don't keep her. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks. That's ridiculous. Fielding your baseball questions. Dump her. The opinions of Steve Sparks do not reflect the opinions of the Houston Astros Radio Network. The Houston Astros. She doesn't like baseball. That's silly. Radio Network.